So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody. To this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection, I am still Rico Shields. I may change next week, but I'm still Rico Shields. And right here, I have Jean Victoria Norlock. And um, how are you, Jean? I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I really I can't answer that question this week. Um, well, I'm I w- busy. We can start with our, our good friend Brenda Hoffman that's going to join us in August, which is not far away. Her channel message for this week started off, well, this week's going to be a doozy. <sighs> not sure I've ever heard a channel entity say doozy, but there it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I've had a lot of, oh, it's Mercury retrograde, people coming at me, um, which I'm finding kind of entertaining because I just, I, I I I love you all, and I get it, but I I just don't care. Um, That's because I've been <laughs> able to tell. To, when I, it comes to creating my reality, doesn't bother me. I'm not gonna allow the stars to interfere. Um, although I will admit, occasionally the sun's energetics do mess with my mood and my center. Occasionally, but, um, okay, frequently. But I've been told I'm, I'm not allowed to tell her when a solar flare has occurred because <laughs> she doesn't want to know what's coming. But Mercury retrograde, retrograde does not it, scare it's me. It's never really bothered me. I've done anything. Maybe it's because I know that it's an illusion. And I think, well, I think it's... It doesn't really go backwards. It only looks that way. I think quite possibly for me, it's just my life has always been in a constant state of flux. So people well, are always saying don't start something new during Mercury retrograde. Don't... Um, you know, I mean, I, I'm Start always starting, every day. I'm, yeah, see, so, I mean, if I was, if I was going to stop doing things just because it's Mercury, there's a lot of times during the year that I wouldn't be able to, <laughs> so, so that's, um, but that's neither here nor there. The, the, the big thing is that I'm moving and I have five days to pack up the house. Um, it's very short notice. Moving oh, house. Here you go. Moving house. Um, and and moving into what will be permanent residence. So that's really and what kind is of, also your dream house. It it really is, and so it's very cool. Um, how it all came together and how it happened. Uh, totally, totally unexpected, and no effort whatsoever put into it. It's, it's not, not like a, I wouldn't. I've been here through the whole thing, and I'm telling you, she didn't do nothing. 
I, I did nothing to get this. I absolutely did nothing to get this. Um, well, there was all that visualization and and thinking about it and and sitting on the patios in Mon- in in Longay and thinking you could be on a patio on the, in the mountains and cause she has a patio off her office now. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. Um, as, well, I will. And um, she has a thing for patios. I have a thing for patios. I like yeah. to be able to be outside. Um, basically, the deal is is that I moved to Quebec a little over a year ago because of my health and um, because of love, partially because of my health, but partially because of love. And um, I moved into in in with my boyfriend. My daughter and I moved in with my boyfriend, and he's been pretty much supporting me since then because my health. You know, it's been a slow process to get back. I certainly haven't been able to been strong enough to go back to waitressing until recently and I still don't speak French so it's very hard in the area that I'm living to be able to get a job serving um and he had taken me out to see his his grandparents house and to meet his grandparents because you know eventually you have to meet the family um and the first time I ever saw his grandmother I broke I just broke down bawling and I had I told them that that would probably happen when I meet her in person because I'd seen a picture. She is maybe 100 pounds less because my grandmother was a very big woman, but the spitting image of my very treasured grandmother who was always my backbone and whose death actually launched my shift in direction. Um, So... For those of you who haven't read my book, there's you know there's a lot of synchronicities in my first novel about how I got on this path, how I ended up traveling to the Philippines, uh, and a lot of it centers around a pendant that my grandmother, who goes by the name of or who was you know born Agnes, I have to stress that name, Agnes Norlock, um, who handed me this pendant that has a lot of Masonic symbolism on it, and that sent me on the journey of. Um, searching out the different religions, searching out the histories um, and and the old world ancient belief systems. As, you know, it took me down the Mary Magdalene path, of course. You can't get in with the Masonics unless you go down that path as well. Uh, so that's what set me on the, on the journey to writing books. And um, it was Agnes's death and the passing down of this pendant that put me on my path. Now, so then you went to the grandparents' His grandparents' house, and there she was. Grandparents, and there's more or less spitting image. Yeah, spitting image, um, down to the wire rim glasses that my grandmother always wore that left little yellow stains on her silvery gray white hair. Um, Except for my grandmother was Polish, and this woman is is obviously French. And there's this beautiful house, and it's it's built. You know, it was built by them 30 years ago. It's in the middle of the bush in the mountains in Quebec. It has wraparound porch, floor to ceiling windows. Um, when she it says has, bush, she means woods. I mean woods. Yeah. So, okay, right. If you're in so, Canada, she means bush. If I'm Canada, I mean, there's a lot of trees. But, We're out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Well, but the, the the bush in Australia is a different story now. Okay. Well, you know, I mean. This or is, Africa. This is. Okay, but this is bush. This is this is this is woods. Out in the um, wild, in the forest. Way. I'm out in the wild. There's a garage that has a open concept second floor that has floor to ceiling windows on that as well. That's going to make an awesome art studio. For those of you who've seen my blog site, you know that I paint. Um, it, it really is. It's just the most, and it's 
it's so cottagey in feel. Um, it's just the most beautiful house I've ever seen. And it's not huge. It's not massive. It's just home. And so I walked up there a year ago and I saw it and I fell in love and I hugged grandma and I fell in love because, I mean, and, here's and my grandmother back from the dead pretty much. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what it felt like to me. Um, and so over the last year, some really weird things have happened. And grandma and grandpa have opted to move out because of health reasons. And we've been offered the chance to move into the house so that in a year or two we can buy it. Now, we got offered this just seven months ago and we started talking about it and then the offer got taken away and I was initially like you know it was like a knife in the gut but then I just said screw it and I let it go and I stopped thinking about it Um, and we started looking for a different place to live and a few days ago we got told that this the offer was back on the table and how soon could we get there to talk to them about it so it, next thing so I know, in other words, once you let go of it and totally released it and, and <laughs> had no expectations right. whatsoever, one way or the other, grieved it, everything. Yeah. You were and, not in a happy mood that week that you... No, I wasn't. And then all of a sudden it was given to me. Now, the, the catch to that is that I was a nervous wreck because, you know, my only other source of income was being cut off as I move. So I'm going to a new place where there's, I, I don't know anybody. Um, and I'm out in the middle of the bush and other than my boyfriend's income, I, I won't have anything to contribute to the household. So I was, I was terrified until I get a phone call <laughs> from my friend, Peter. Now I have to clarify a few things. When you read my first book, truth, there is a, a, a string, a ridiculous string of synchronicities that people sometimes read the book and they go, there's no way that happened. But here's, here's an example of how my life works. Okay. So I'm sitting there panicking and I'm freaking out. Cause I'm like, we got it. I, you know, it's my dream. I've been given this, this amazing, incredible gift with minimal amount of effort. I haven't done anything. I haven't even gone searching for this house. I just happened to fall in love with the right guy. And now here's the house and it's awesome. And I'm terrified. And so my friend Peter calls me and he says, I just want, you know, how are you doing? And I told him what was going on. And he said, I just want you to know a few things about the area that you're moving into. And one of the things that he told me was that close to, close to the house that I'm moving into, maybe about 10, 15 minutes away from there is a vineyard there, and I'm a huge wine fan, <laughs> so there's a vineyard there, and it's called St. Agnes Vineyard, and on the vineyard, there is a Masonic temple. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that again. It's a chapel. It's a that chapel, was built yes. by Masons from Europe that brought right. stones, uh, doors. I've, I've, I've got the link in the... The first link I put there in the chat room will take you where you can pick between the uh, vineyard or the chapel. The chapel was actually there before they founded the vineyard. Yes. And, uh, yes. But it's an amazing okay. thing. It is an amazing thing, and it's St. Agnes's Vineyard. And it was the, the chapel itself was built by, by um, a gentleman from France. Eleven-generation Master Mason. Yes, eleven-generation Master Mason by the name of... Um, Mikael, my father's name, the son of my grandmother Agnes's, his name was Michael. So at that point, so the I'm chapel's thinking, named Agnes, the vineyard's named Agnes, 
And the guy that built the chapel is named Michael, which was Agnes's son, which was your father. Yes. So Okay, I'm just trying to keep up with all this. I will <laughs> And we gotta we gotta let Dana talk sometime. I know we do. So anyway, that's um that's just an example of one of those signs that says you really need to be going here and, and you and, need to stop worrying. And and then it came to her, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be living next to the water. I've always lived very close to the water. And you're talking to Peter and Peter tells you about the water under the ground at the Yeah, house. there's there's massive quartz the, deposits. Yeah, the uh, aquifer in that area is a huge quartz cavern f- maze full of water, and that's where they get their drinking water. So she will have crystal energized <laughs> water to drink. It just goes on, people. We we don't have it, it to does. take the whole show. We don't have time to, to, to tell we don't have all time little to things story, but, um, in a week. I uh, think the, the the lesson learned out of all of it is sometimes you need to let go of the fear because. Even even if it looks like it's all it's all insane and it's crazy and there's no way it could possibly work, the universe always has a plan, and there are always signs to tell you that. And there's you know, always a way that it can happen. <clears throat> yeah. So um, hold on to the faith, regardless of what's going on. Just hold on to that faith and 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 keep moving forward. Keep taking that next step and miracles can and will happen. I I've seen it too many times. This week is is more proof and I I can't deny that, you know, miracles now in today's energy are commonplace stuff. Um so just yeah, keep it's pretty miraculous pretty miraculous story just with the house. But when you when you start to throw in all these other things that just sort of yeah. fell out of the sky at the same time the house did, um it's, I, I think, undeniable that there's a little quantum going on in that plan. Yeah, so anyway. keep keep it tuned to find out what happens once I get there, because I've, I've got some interesting offers already. So um, it's going to be an interesting next couple and of I months. Can, with this wireless headset business, she'll be doing the show from the patio and stuff. I can see it coming. Damn right, because we're out in the middle of nowhere. There's nobody going to make noise. Any- <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to worry about that. <clears throat> All right, so we have an incredible right. guest who also yes. knows all about synchronicities and about following dreams and about trusting. I know this because I've read her book. And um, interestingly enough, speaking of synchronicities, this woman's book uh, came to me about two weeks ago, and I've been slowly reading it. And every single day that I've had an issue just happens to be the day that I pick up the book at night before I go to bed and each chapter has been the answer for that particular day's ah so I'm going to take the opportunity now to say thank you to Ms. Dana Murkic, um for her gift that is a new chapter because it was such a poignant and will remain a poignant reminder um, to keep on the path and to have faith thank you hi guys hi Hey there. Welcome from Sydney. Thank you. It's great to be on your show again. So fun to have family back. Yeah. And um, what you said about the book, funnily enough, I hear that a lot, that people sometimes even uh, read it that way where they'll have it on the bedside table or wherever and they'll pick it up and they'll just open to a particular page or a chapter and 
there is, you know, whatever it is they need to read. And I think that can, that's true of any book, really. You can do that with anything and open up to that page. And um, But, yeah, I specifically wrote it with that thought in mind of it being a very uh, practical uh, book because I think there's some, you know, nothing worse than when you've sort of read yet another self-help-ish type book and then at the end it's like well now what and so yeah I just filled it with lots of practical stuff and exercises and stuff that I hoped would be of use to people in their daily life there's there's a ton of practical um, information in these pages and it really wasn't even that I was opening it up to to a new chapter every day and and just reading what whatever page fell open, which I've done with other books before. This one. They're coming in order. Yeah, they're coming in order. order. It's coming in order, but I wasn't reading it every single night. It's like. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it's so cool. (laughs) And I think think you're right. You can do it with any book, but it's, it's, it's so much easier when the book has that energy on both ends. Yeah. And I love, 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 Jean, your uh, moving story. I, you know, as you know, my life is like that too with the magical living. I call it magical living and magical synchronicity. And it's it's just so amazing. It, but that's the, you know, that's our, that's normal. That's the new normal, right? Yes. Yes, it, it really is. And I, um... It's insane. Insane is the new black. Yeah. <laughs> insane is the new normal. Crazy. That's it. That's it. You know, and um, I think I write a lot um, this particular sentence that says, you know, we've been taught that um, this is reality and our dreams are our dreams, but it's actually the other way around. I think, you know, our, we are all getting to know now that our what we've um, been told is our reality is just a big illusion and what we've been told is our dream world, that's reality. And when something feels or seems too good to be true not it's supposed to be that's how life's supposed to be and you know when you were sharing your story people might think oh wow that's like a fairy tale yeah yeah it is and and fairy tales are supposed to come true we're supposed to have the happy ending we're supposed to have the happily ever after we're supposed to have I, I call them little Hansel and Gretel cookie crumbs that you know that say yes yes this way this way like oh my gosh I can just imagine when you found out that the you know, vineyard in the chapel was Saint Agnes, and that's your grandma. Oh, oh it, I it love blew my that. mind. But I mean, yeah. it, it it goes so much further than that. And I, I, you know, I can't wait to write this next this last year into a book because when I first moved to Quebec, um, my boyfriend had already chosen this apartment. He had already moved everything in, and and Madison and I were waiting until she was done school, and then we were coming. Um, the address that he lives on, he lives on Jean. Paul Vincent Boulevard off Marie Victorin. Now, anybody who's read my books knows that the the um, the key person in the story of truth was called Vincent. Um, I'm obviously Jean Victoria, who followed the path of Mary, and my daughter's dad's name is Paul. So it was like, oh, okay, you know, I mean, it's it's been just crazy little things to let yeah, she me got know. To, she got to Quebec from Ontario and and called me, uh, reconnected on Skype after a couple of days, and was like, okay, look, 
the street here is, and she rattled all that off, and I was like, hey. Because <laughs> just really, it's almost too much sometimes. It's like, hey. But <laughs> it, it, it really is. And I, you know, I'm the one who, who three years ago lay down on my bed and said, okay, you know, whatever you want me to do, I'll follow the path. Just send me the signs. And, but, you know, when they, when I'm give myself signs or when they give me signs, however you want to look at it, when God gives me a sign, um, it's so clear that you can't miss it. It's like, you know, they yeah, take the time to come and write it on my like Big, flashing red light. <laughs> this way, this way. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, um, and in between the happenings of that, I forget sometimes how weird it is when it happens. But So, um, I do want to hear, too, about... Uh, I think you had a lot of fun this past weekend, probably with Lee and the big event. Mm. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but talk just a little bit more about you know this energy that we're entering and 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 that is coming this way and and things like what's been going on with our dear Gene up there. Yeah. Well. Okay. In a nutshell. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to sort of start that by just going back to last week and the massive solar flares that we had last week. And it's funny, you know, you mentioned that a channel used the word, it, it was a doozy, and I used that word myself. <laughs> I wrote it. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Okay. Speaking All of right. energy shifting. <laughs> just speaking of energy shifting. Um. Yeah. The Skype just shifted there, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just had uh, my whole. I have two computers, fortunately, at the control desk here because one of them okay. just died. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. So I'll start again. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about the um, yeah the solar flares that happened last week, and how I how I see the solar flares energetically. It's we are moving into this alignment, as everyone knows, with the galactic center, and the galactic center, as I see it, is a super high frequency, high vibrational energy, and I'm seeing this sort of burst out uh, of the galactic center, and as if it's going through the sun, as if the sun is sort of a, a portal of sorts onto the Earth. So I'm sure NASA has a completely different uh, description of solar flares, um, but the way that I see it is it's effectively um, helping to transport or transfer these high-frequency, high-vibrational energies uh, onto the planet. And as that happens, it has a dual-fold uh, result. Um, it's helping to shift everybody on the planet up into the high-frequency energy, and it is also bringing up out of us anything that is not in alignment with that energy. Um, as anyone who's been on this path knows, whenever you commit to something, so let's use an example. Say you commit to um, 
abundance, a more abundant um, mentality, every single thought and belief and pattern and habit that you have around lack tends to come up. Um, that's just how it is. So as we're moving up into a higher frequency energy, which is what this whole shift is about, anything not in alignment with that energy is coming up for, for healing, for release, for transformation. And so as these solar flares are hitting us, um, you know, a lot of people talk about, um, you know, protecting themselves from the solar flares or hiding under the cover, under the doona from the solar flares. But actually, what we spoke about um, at our event on the weekend with Lee is the solar flares are actually helping us. They're supporting us. They are there to facilitate our um, movement upward and onward um, into our higher energies. So it can be really uh, a very challenging time. Last Wednesday in particular um, was a doozy, <laughs> not only because uh, X-class solar flare was followed by an M-class solar flare, two very uh, powerful flares, um, but also there was a lot going on astrologically that day as well. So for a lot of people, it was a very hectic, challenging day. Uh, so... Yeah, so on that note, I just wanted to say to people who um, may be experiencing that sort of energy, you know, you just sort of need to breathe through it just as you would uh, if you were, you know, in labor as a woman, which is really what's happening to all of us as a humanity, as a planet Earth. We're in labor, about a birth into our new selves. And uh, on the topic of uh, how does this all link to magical living and the synchronicities, you know, that's really, you know, uh, more and more our new normal in that higher energy. We are, you know, creating uh, as we go more consciously and more easily. And that which we are thinking about uh, is tending to manifest quicker. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it's... Uh it's interesting too because there have been some, uh, you know, like in this case, it was almost an emotional thing to be able to turn loose of the expectation, um, which I, as an observer over here, can look at it back at across and see, you know, that was kind of when things started shifting. Was when she right. said, "Okay, right. enough of that. I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm just going to make everything work right here, right now." Yeah, well, a visual that I often get um, is that when we really just get out of our own way and just in the flow of things and connected to our, you know, source energy, whatever you want to call it, it's sort of like a nice hose between between us and source energy. And then when we're getting in the way, when we're in fear or doubt or worry or trying to plan things or very rigid about it, um, we're twisting the hose. So that which we want can't get to us um, and it's usually in that moment of surrender when you're like whatever you know I let go of it that's when that hose untwists and shoom, everything comes and that that happens so often whether it's to do with a new home or a new job or love you know you'll so often hear people say oh I met my soulmate the week after I stopped looking the week after I said that's it you know um you know, I'd, I'd rather, I remember for myself thinking, um, you know, I dealt with so many relationships that, well, <laughs> weren't weren't the best, you know, dysfunctional, let's call it that. 
And I remember um, working on all my relationship stuff and then I got to a point where I said, you know what, um, I would rather spend the rest of my life happy and in love with myself and committed to myself and true to myself than be with the wrong person for even a second. And bang, you know, that's that's really when, um, yeah, Christian entered my life. So just, yeah, I can't say enough about surrender and getting out of your own way. And, and a lot of people think that means giving up. It doesn't mean giving up. Surrender doesn't mean giving up. It actually means handing over to something that is um, more powerful than your conscious self. I won't say more powerful than you because we are all really we are all actually all powerful when we consider that we are all part of the one we are all part of source but more powerful than your conscious self because you the capital y-o-u of you um is so much bigger than our conscious self um there is so much going on in our energy reality that we're not aware of that is working on our behalf um, so it's not something outside us, you know, it's, it's our higher self working for us, it's our energy fields working for us, if we let them, if we let them. Right, right. And and it's, because it, it, it I like the, you know, analogy of walking on a trail in the valley and, and, and having your higher self being up on the side of the mountain where they can see the whole valley. And, because uh, from a yes. physical standpoint, stories like, Jane has just related that goes all the way back to where she met this when she met this guy. There was there's just no way she could have met this guy because this guy has a grandmother named Agnes that looks like my grandmother, even wears the same glasses that has a house that I'm in love with that my life has become perfect by going following this it I, I you can't see all that from down here. Yeah. yeah. And and but I believe our higher self can. Uh, yep. and, and makes those. That's what I say. There's something quantum going on there. There was a quantum plan that you can't yes. quite see from the linear. Because I always say, you know, in terms of in terms of the stories and the synchronicities that I'm blessed enough to get to live and to share, I could not possibly come up with this shit to write it down. Like to write this story, I yeah. could me yeah. me physical me here now could not possibly come up with a story this freaking crazy. I couldn't. With all the little intricate synchronicities and the links to this and links to that and it I I could sit for for the next 10 lifetimes and not be able to come up with some of the stuff that I've witnessed. I, so it's got to be that there's you know an ability to see beyond what this physical form can see that allows for that kind of creativity because, man. Yeah. Do you know, um, I'm just going to share a really funny story because I, I have those all the time, these funny things, and you think, oh, my gosh, I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. I couldn't plan it if I wanted to. My um, sisters and I, we got to calling our little coordinator upstairs, Ralph, I don't know why, but it's like we just imagined this very organized guy, sort of like a, you know, hotel concierge, and he just organizes everything. He makes sure everything in our life is this little magical living thing. And when Christian and I were traveling, and we were traveling with um, no money half the time, and just 
miracles just kept happening. And I remember we were driving around LA. We somehow ended up in this neighborhood. We had no idea where we were. We had, you know, $20. We needed some food. And I was just getting <laughs> really frustrated. And I just shouted out, Ralph, where are you? And we turned the corner. And there is a supermarket called Ralph's. And it was... Of course. And it was... Uh, that's what I said. I just went, of course, you know... And, I mean, we'd spent a lot of time in the U.S. I had never, ever, ever seen a supermarket called called Ralph's. Now I know that that actually does exist. But in that moment, I, I, I thought, is this even real? Is this even here? It was literally... Am I seeing you know, things? Am I seeing things? Is this, you know, I always think I'm on the Truman Show because that is really how crazy things... That's just one story of a thousand that happened like that. And... You know, literally five seconds later, we turn the corner and there's Ralph's, and that's how you know. You and know, I, I totally yeah. get it because yeah. my name for for my team up there is George. Yes. Now this gentleman, <laughs> George, curious George, he wants to know everything, right? So <laughs> George, love George. George's is the restaurant that happens to be on the corner yes. that is like five-minute walk away from the house that I now live in on Jean-Victoria Boulevard off of Marie – or, sorry, Jean-Paul Vincent Boulevard off of Marie-Victorian. And George's also happens to be the place where I first met Peter, who was the gentleman that called to tell me all about these synchronicities. And it's just little things, you know. And it... <laughs> It's little things. And you know what? It's It's moments like that that even if you're – you know, halfway across the world and you've got another year of traveling to go and you've got 20 bucks to your name, when things like that happen and you see Ralph or in your case George and I bet you they're friends up there, you know, you see them and you and you just know that they're looking down laughing going, don't worry, I've got it under control. And that's how we were able to travel for 15 months, you know, constantly in this sort of funny predicament of, twenty dollars to our name every now and again because of moments like that you don't worry about tomorrow you you don't worry oh my god oh my god am I going to have enough money when you show up and you ask Ralph where are you and two seconds later there's a supermarket called Ralph you know with every cell in your body you know what if I go in there and if I spend this twenty dollars on great food for myself Ralph has got my back Ralph is going to show up with another 20 or another 200 or 2000 or whatever it is I need tomorrow. You know, you and just, that was that was exactly it. I was yeah. I I was petrified. I was literally petrified. Here is the most beautiful house that I could possibly imagine in the most perfect location that I could possibly imagine. It's literally my dream come true. I'm with the man that I'm I'm very happy with. I have my freedom. I still I have my daughter. I have my health back. And I'm doing this right when I lose my income, and I have I'm going into it with absolutely no way to buy groceries. So I was freaking out. But then Peter calls and tells me the story, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Okay, George, I'm listening. I got it. You got this. <laughs> yeah. You guys got this. I'm I'm just gonna start packing and get ready for this next adventure because you got this. Obviously, I need to stop worrying about it. Yeah, I'll just be over here. Y'all take care of that." <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And you know, you know, I'm sure people are listening, and someone might be thinking, "Well, how do I do? How do, how can I get that? How can I get a you know synchronicities and magical living, etc." I think um, sometimes I think a lot of people do receive signs and Hansel and Gretel cookie crumbs, but sometimes people can uh, talk themselves out of what they are seeing with their logic or with their fear. You know, they think, oh, well, oh, I can't trust that because I have to pay the bills. Or I, uh, you know, I always say people, you, you don't get led to your dream house or your dream job or your dream man or woman or whatever, um, and then they leave you alone. You know, like, Jean, they're not going to give you your dream home and then say, oh, but you'll, you'll never have money and you won't be able to pay the groceries. Of course they've got a job waiting for you, right? George is on the case. That's what Rick right? said. That's what Rick said. He's like, they're, yeah. they're going to they're gonna provide for you your dream home and line this whole year up for you, and then they're going to let you starve? Really? Right, yeah. yeah. She's trying to tell me about the, you know, I lost my source of, my only source of income. I, 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 I. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Really. Come on. Like, but you yeah. have your dream home your, in the mountains. Your dream you house in the mountains with Saint Agnes's Chapel and Saint Agnes's wine and and patios okay. and and quartz filtered water and and they're gonna let you go hungry? <laughs> no. No. Not on not on George's watch. I don't think so. Nah. And no. And I think that's something that people really need to be reminded of, that whole um, belief that we used to have in the old reality that we can have one thing but not the other. We can have a really great, um, you know, work, but maybe we won't have the love. Or we can have a really great family home life, but we won't be um, supported financially or we won't be fulfilled creatively. No, it does, no, 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 no. We can have all of it we can have the beautiful home and we can have our love and we can have our family and uh, abundance and and something that's really key that i have to throw in there dana is that you don't have to work at a job that makes you miserable to get that because it wasn't until i left waitressing and just dove into radio shows and book writing and everything that this stuff all started coming to me and And i have next to no cash flowing yet everything i always need is provided including now you know the most beautiful home i could possibly have imagined so yes and and you've been finding your your health and healing your abundance of health in uh organic food that's grown with care that and now you're not only going to be in the mountains where that's a whole lot more likely to be on the menu, you're going to be growing some of it yourself with your own intentions. Yes. Yes. And sort of a bit on this topic and a little bit going a little bit off to a little other degree is part of the um, part of the thing with the energies that we're moving into right now is we are really very much creating our reality as we go. So I'm hearing a lot from people who ask, well, what's going to happen? you know, whether it's in their personal life or, or the global reality. And more and more so, what's going to happen is what you think is going to happen, what you feel is going to happen, what you in your heart uh, are moving toward having happen. So, like, John, even though you didn't do anything physical to get this house, you know, you didn't go 
looking in the Saturday newspaper, you didn't go calling real estate agents, you probably, I bet, visualized something that looked pretty much like that house for a lot of your life, yeah? Like, you, did you imagine I, yourself living somewhere like that or felt that you would live yeah, somewhere it's like a really, that? Yeah, it's a really unique combination of some of the most comfortable places I've ever been. For instance, mm. my grandmother, Agnes, her house that was out near the lake in near Algonquin um, in, here in Canada was a very simplistic cottage-like feel to it, and I loved that. And then my journey to the Philippines, the most exciting part of the Philippines for me was up in the mountains, and once I got there, I was like, I'd really like to live up in the mountains. Um, and, and of course, the, the bush, the woods, have always been one of my most comfortable places. And but it's like a all lot the of the paint... A lot of the paint on this house, i got to point this out, is red. <laughs> well, but it's like... So it's like all the pieces of what I could envision, including a studio that I, I had dreamed about. That were about, scattered never across the planet and across time. But yeah. George was making notes. Yeah, George it's... Yeah. It really is. It's like George was sitting up there taking notes. Oh, look at what she 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 likes that. She likes that. She likes that. <laughs> and it's got it's covered in wildflowers, not wildflowers because she's planted them, but they've they look wild. They look natural. They don't look like, you know, planted planned garden. It looks it it for me it's perfect. It's yeah. it, it doesn't get more perfect than than how it is, you know, down to the furniture and the the wood that they used on the floor and the oh the yeah, they're leaving all the and, antique furniture and stuff. Yeah, and and people listening, um, if you don't have your own um, Ralph or George, you do have one. You probably just haven't met them yet. Ask, you know, or, or create a name and and really develop a relationship with your own organizer, dude, because. They are so good at what they do. They they love being given, um, you know, tasks. They're very efficient, very organized. They love a list. They love a to-do list. So, you know, ask, well, what's my guy's name or girl's name? And, um, you know, let a name come to you. And that way you have someone to ask. That way when you're stuck in the parking lot or when you're, you know, having a moment of despair, you can, you, can, you know, you can say, Ralph, George... Jeeves, whoever your name is, um, help me, and they will. And, and it's just such a fun way to live, really. It, it really is. And, and you know, you'll see, I, like you pointed out, you'll see that name come up several times as confirmation. Whatever name comes to you, mm. it will continue to come up as confirmation throughout yeah, your Ralph's, journey. Ralph's Grocery Store will be right around the corner, and then they'll <laughs> suggest that you get a hot dog that's organic from this place around the bend, and you go there. That It's called something else, but the guy behind the counter is named Ralph. And it's, it's it, so it, really, stuff like this happens. It's just, you know, I don't run into my guide's name too much because I've got Nestor, but uh, uh, but I run into unmistakable signs, and, uh, and that's kind of why I like Ralph and George and things like that. You don't have to get all formal with it. I think I had a, a thought of, you know, something formal. Of course, Nestor's simpler than, I can't remember even now, what, yeah. somebody else came up with a name in my channeling class, and yeah. 
it just didn't it, it it actually attaches right on with Nestor and makes perfect sense, but it just wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna get it. Yeah, it just has to be a name that you really click with and connect with and someone you can relate to. If you can you know, if you can imagine them, um and just like I can I can see Ralph so clearly and as I'm sure Jean you, you can see George so clearly. It's, it needs to be someone you can relate to. I and yeah, I I invite everybody to meet their own organizer <laughs> and it's just so so fun. So fun. It really is. And like you said, it's as simple as asking. This is really what it boiled down to for me was I asked. I asked, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take this journey. I'm ready to do, you know, to follow the signs, send them. And they started coming the very next day. And then when it came to getting a name for George, I again, I asked, what the hell do I call you? Because up to that Mm -hmm. point, I was calling George God. And, you know, I was like, I I'm not good with the whole colony God thing all the time. It just doesn't fit with mm. with the energy that I'm I'm in right now and you know, you see what what do I call you? And it was like George. And then, you know, the next the next answer I got was and you'll know why you know, by the end of the day you'll have it figured out and sure enough a friend called and said well, yeah, curious George wants to know everything. Isn't that your isn't that your concept of of you know the core core of creation of God that it's it wants to experience everything? So it yeah. makes sense, George. And yeah. I was like, oh, dope. <laughs> yes, yeah. So bluest flame in the in the chat room used to have a camel named Molly. Put just pop that in the. I looked up at the chat room. There it is. Had a camel named Molly, and then right underneath that. Sam has put confirmation. How's that strike you, Jane? Well, my dog is named Molly. My dog is named Molly and has been for a while. You just adopted a dog. (laughs) And so you didn't choose the name. The dog came with a name. And it's Molly. It's like mine. I didn't choose the name. Dog came with a name. (laughs) I want you to take a flash picture of Big Molly's eyes so I can see. Anyway, oh, they're blue. Should we, anyway, um, yeah. should we take a quick break and then? No, um, let's keep no, her on we'll the line. We've only got hour. her for an hour yeah. through it. Let's go for the let's hour, for the and hour. then we'll take a break when okay. she uh, slides out. Yeah, no, it's cool by me. Cool. Do well. You should ask people in the chat room if they have any questions. Yeah, I've got now. questions yes. for Dana. For Dana, um, and you um, probably don't have questions for Jean because. You can tell already the answers would make your brain spin. But that's kind of the thing, too. It was I heard somebody saying, you you do this thing where you just follow, you just go. And at first, your brain screams at you like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? You're going to die. And But after you do it for a while, your brain kind of starts to go, hey, wait a minute. Every time she does that, things really work out really well. Maybe... And after a while, your brain won't scream at you so much. I'm curious, Dana. Now I know when you first did your first your first trip, that was pre pre children, right? Uh, which which trip? The the one where you went was fourteen. Was it fourteen months? Um, oh, that was um, yeah. That wasn't my first trip. I'd done lots and lots of travel before then, but that was. That was a trip that Christian and I did 
um, I think 2008, 2009, and we went away for 15 months, and we had like money for five months when we left. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. The crazy, that's the one, the crazy yeah. trust universe trip. Yep, yeah, yeah. Right now, that was pre pre baby. That was pre baby. Yes. Now here's here's an interesting question because part of what was getting in my way was me thinking, okay, we know we have to move by a certain time because my daughter has to start school in a new school and we have to be there before that blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. Has being a mom affected how you allow for the flow? Has it affected it um, yeah. in terms of how? Well, I mean, because now, now you have one more body to be responsible for. Right, right, right. No, I think it's even better. Um, yeah, um, Jackson has arrived with his own team of <laughs> of helpers, <laughs> and you know we still have plans to travel. We're we're still you know we're still living our life in exactly the same magical way. It's even more beautiful and more magical and more joyous because of Jackson. Um, everything that we need still comes to us, and. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, if anything, Jax has just added a lot more balance to my life where maybe, um, I, you know, before I might have been hooked up to the computer and the emails like a drip a little bit too much. Um, now I know how to switch the computer off and play with him and, and be on a blanket outside. So he's definitely added so much more balance and fun to my life. And... Yeah, I think if you is your question sort of like would we still do a trip like that knowing we're responsible for a little baby or a little child? Is that what you sort of mean? Well, I I I'm just wondering if you still live your life in the same way because yes. Yes. it for me yes, it was I transitioned into learning how to live this way in the yes. well I had a daughter. So I've had to let go of those preconditioned I was always you know, I was going to say, Dana life, got the opportunity to kind of let go of that before having that Yeah, well, most, most of my life I was the mom who, well, you know, who lived within the societal expectations for what motherhood represented. And I've had to learn as part of the journey to trust that, as you say, Jackson has his own team, that my daughter also has her own team, and I need to get out of the way of that. And I need to assume that whatever is going on in my life, her team and my team are, are in communication kind of thing. Like, they're chatting, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, um, and Jackson was actually a product of our of this way of magical living because, you know, Christian was told, um, you know, from very early on in his life that he probably would not be able to have children uh, naturally. And so... Um, you know, I really believe that uh, we would have children naturally and we um, reconnected. So we, we knew, well, this is a whole other story, but we knew each other when we were like 19, 20 and we were in the same group of friends and we went out then and then we didn't see each other for 14 years <laughs> and then this crazy, crazy magical story that Ralph, I'm sure, organized um, reconnected us after 14 years, five years ago. So that's the brief of that, but lots and lots of magic uh, around that. And um, and we just always knew that we would have children together and I knew that it would happen naturally at the right time. And then 
you know, when when the time came for us to start trying, um, you know, we just did some energy work. I had a little chat to his uh, cells and stuff. And um, we did some ceremony to invite our children in whenever they're ready. And Jackson, um, you know, came in and... And I just knew, I just, I, I, I just knew that that would happen. And so he came in such a magical way, you know. So um, we, we just, I, I can, you know. That, so I know a lot of people, you know, who live in the three D world are like, oh well, it's one thing to travel around the countryside with two dollars to your name with you two, but would you do it with a little child? And I just feel. Um, we continue to live magically with him for sure. And obviously, um, you know, obviously you have his well-being at the top of the priority list, absolutely. So I guess I'll have to report back when we do our next big trip um, on how that goes and on how we plan it. But, yep, still the same level of trust, still the same level of faith, if not more. Actually, it's more. Because, if you know, if we were able to create a baby, a baby that Christian was told is not going to happen. Anything can happen, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, that's so, three yeah. master manifestors traveling together as opposed to just yeah. two master manifestors. So you know cool shit's going to happen when yeah, you're on the road with three master manifestors. Jackson's probably <laughs> never going to lose touch with his team like some of us did growing up and had to find oh, it again. I know. It's so cute. One of the first things Christian said to him was, remember who you are and remember where you're from and we're going to ask you. So you just remember. So And Jackson just manifests stuff all the time. Like every every time he gets given a little um, blanket or a toy or a, a, a little piece of clothing or whatever, it's always got stars on it. He has got stars just surrounding him. You know, it's on his nightlight. It's on toys that someone's made for him. It's he's he just attracts little stars. So mm-hmm. we know, awesome. yeah. So he's going to remember um, where he's from, and he's definitely got a team because he plays with them all the time. Right above him, we see him laughing and playing with them. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm coming to Australia someday. I'm going to meet this kid, and it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's going. I'm he's putting that cute. on my wish list, George. Yeah, yeah, I can't hear me. Yeah, can't wait for him to start talking. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. It, Well, it is awesome. You don't have to wait. It's awesome yeah, right yeah. now, but more it's awesomeness awesome. to come. More awesomeness to come for sure. Yeah. So we didn't get um, a lot of comments, but um, no actual questions in the chat room. So you've got six. Just a lot minutes. of a lot of confirmation and ish. Um, what? What would you say in that six minutes? What do you have to tell her? You know what I really feel like talking about quickly? Um, It's been on my mind a lot the last few... Well, actually, a few things have been on my mind the last few days. Um, Timelines have been on my mind a lot. Uh, And the three days of darkness stuff has come up a lot in the last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, which which one? Um, I want to talk about... Let's just talk about the timelines just real quick because a lot of there is a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, conflict, I guess you could say, out there with what's coming through with people's um, different channeled information and what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. And I think um, 
it's like all of these different timelines are converging and merging and disappearing and appearing and it's such in a state of flux right now so what I just want to briefly say to people is look you'll end up on the timeline that is right for you you'll end up on whichever timeline you're meant to be on so just ask that something that I say every day is I'm aligned with my best possible self my best possible reality my best possible movement forward because a lot of people are getting really confused around what's going to happen. Is this earth change going to happen? Is the solar flare going to happen? Are the starships going to land? Uh, is the poles going to shift? Is Are we going to have the three days of darkness? Is Nibiru going to come? Well, you know, so look, any and all of those things might happen or not happen, but just if you just say, I'm aligned with my best possible self, best possible reality, best possible movement forward, that will ensure that you are where you are supposed to be. And just to scooch over to this three days of darkness business, um, that also may happen. And I think it's important to talk about not at all to get people in any fear, but rather, you know, if it happens, don't be in fear. It it, it won't be the end of the world. It will just be, um, you know, something that potentially this planet goes through every however many thousand years. And it's almost like a control-alt-delete reboot of the system, I think. And, um, you know, if if and when it does happen, um, I think it will be actually really good because I think it will be a wonderful opportunity for the entire world to be still and to be uh, in silence and to be without electricity and to be without, without our artificial power and into our authentic power. And if you don't know that it's, coming or happening of course it's going to scare the shit out of you because people will think it's the end of the world um but it's it's not going to be the end of the world at all and and you know with the um solar flares anyway more and more places are getting blackouts where the power grid goes down whether it's for a few hours or friends of ours in the u.s they were without power for 70 hours a couple of weeks ago um so I think it's just really a good idea. Just make sure, you know, just use your common sense. Make sure you have some candles. Make sure you have some matches. Make sure you have some canned food. We're not talking about stocking up, you know, for two years or anything. But just, you know, just think, well, if I didn't have electricity for a few days, you know, if I couldn't get to the store for a few days, what might I need? You know, just use a bit of common sense. And, on you know, on the topic of having Jackson, you know, th- those are the sort of things I think about of, Okay, if, we, if I couldn't get to the supermarket for a few days and uh, we didn't have lights, what would I need? You know, as long as you have a, a few cans of, you know, things in the cupboard and some water, um, things like that. And not, you know, not coming from a fear place, just coming from an extremely logical, even scientific place. The the solar flares are um, knocking out the, the power grids, Um here and there yes. and they're only going to get more powerful so our blackouts are only going to they are going to last longer and longer um that's just something that we're going to have to ride the wave and again i affirm it's a good thing i think wow you know a few hours without the television without the computer with even without your phone um you know we'll all sit around thinking wow <laughs> what did we used to do well maybe we can talk with our families or, or read a book or something Play board games. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Power outages are awesome for board games. Yeah, sit on the patio. 
Yeah. There you go. Well, exactly, right? And I, I have two wood stoves in in the basement, and actually that's where they're planning on putting my desk and my office is right between the two wood stoves. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm such a wimp with cold weather. Um, yeah. So, it, you know, I'm, we'll stockpile the wood, and if we have three days of darkness, then we're just going to sit around the wood stove and chill out. And I agree with you. I think that this, this idea of being afraid of what's coming is a good way to set yourself on a course to experience something that's not so pleasant. Um, I mean, really, like Rick likes to say, I always I always liken it to, you know, two planets that have merged and now they're in the midst of separating. Decide which planet you're going to be on. Rick describes it as a bunch of ships leaving the dock. And for the first little while, you can get, you know, from one ship to the other, um, but eventually they're gonna they're gonna get fairly wide apart. So just make sure yep. you're on the right ship before before they separate. Yep, this yep, is yep. not a big deal. It's not yeah, a big. It's not deal. a big deal. And not you know, a big deal. still a little <laughs> bit of time that you can. A little bit of t- when I say a little bit of time, you know, could be three more years that you can sort of piddle around and beam back and forth from ship to ship. But pretty soon you'll get out of transporter range, and then there you are. So. Yeah, but hang out on the ship you, you want to hang out on. To, you get to choose which ship you're going to be yeah, on. You get to choose which timeline you're going to be in. Like which one aligns with what you want to see for your future. So once you decide what you want the future, your future to look like, you're just going to naturally go in in alignment with that timeline. So I mean, if you want to see the ships come down, that's cool. Go do that. That's fine. If you want to see the planet heal, then then do that. That's fine yeah. too, you know. Yeah. And that's a um, that's really good because that's reminded me one thing that I did want to also say today is um, that sort of the separation of the timeline, so to speak, is already happening, and to help people understand why you're probably starting to feel a real um, disconnection or even detachment from certain um, people who used to be in your life, even family members. It's almost like they're in a completely different reality. You probably find that you just either aren't in their life anymore or you're finding it really hard to connect or finding it really hard to communicate because the timelines used to merge um, more easier. And what by that I mean even if you had a different way of thinking or a different sort of way of living to certain friends or family members, you still maybe were able to be in the same room or be able to chat or be able to converse in some way. Whereas now it's like those, it's like, it's yeah, it's getting harder and harder to be in the same reality. It's getting harder and harder to be in the same room to to even for them to be in your lives. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, they tend to kind of gravitate out of your yeah, yeah, out of your visual range, right, right? out of your range, so to speak. They, yeah. You just don't notice them anymore, and. Yeah. Yep. What's interesting about that is that a lot of the people that I've talked to that are going through that experience are not suffering any sense of loss. Mm, They're just kind of yeah. like, huh, okay. I wonder I what happened to old so-and-so. So-and-so's not in my life anymore. I wonder why that is. Um, but it's, you know, and, and I think that's that's completely natural as well. So, you know, one one of the great analogies that I like to use is when you're watching you're watching a movie um and you need to get a glass of water or a drink in the kitchen. When you go into the kitchen to get the glass of water because that's what you need to do right then, 
do you mourn the loss of the living room in the movie? <laughs> do you yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you yeah, just, yeah. You're you're in the kitchen right now, getting your damn water. So get your water, drink your water. The movie's gonna be there when you get back. And I think yeah. people need to people need to take that and look at their lives kind of with respect to that idea that each new step, even if you're leaving something behind, doesn't necessarily mean this is not something that you need to mourn the loss of. Mm. Yes, and it's not something that you have to now um, work out. Like if someone has disappeared from your life, I think the time's really passed for us to think, oh, why is that person not in my life? What am I not looking at? Blah, blah, blah. No, it's um, it's like a, a play, a theatre play, and they've walked off the scene, the stage, because they're not in the play anymore. They're not in your play anymore. That's it. Right, they're not in Act Two. Right, they're not in Act Two. <laughs> but but their scenes over. They're okay. They're fine. Really, they're it's fine. all right. You know, they're, they're in Act Two in another play. That's fine. Yeah, they, there's lots of plays. There's, yeah. Uh, it it's it is, and it's it it can be a real itching powder between people too if you've kind of made that shift and and there's something that per- people perceive that are still in your life maybe or that you family that you speak to on rare occasion that they see as this tremendous loss that you don't feel as lost at all they can tell you can't fake it <laughs> that yeah. emotion thing and uh, uh, you know don't don't I've had some of that in my life, and I try not to let it be uh, an indicator for me or a judgment for me. Or a, they handled it the way they handled it. I handled it the way I handled it, and we're all okay. And that's all that really matters, you know. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I guess it's time for you to flit away. Time for me to so, flit away. So oh, fast. Oh, yeah. Yes, it does go fast. I really love our chats. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome back anytime. Um, Thank you. We love having you. Absolutely. You. It's always a fascinating conversation. And, Thank and you. of course, the links have been in the chat room several times, and they'll be up on the archive. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. Uh, podcast listeners, go by and visit Dana at Dana And if you all haven't bought her book, you need to get this book. It get the book. Good. It really is. Check into, she's got soul sessions. She's got all kind of stuff. And yeah. use your own discernment. You'll know who's on your timeline. That There's there's helpers on every timeline. So uh-huh. whichever one resonates with you is yours for now. Might be different next week, but that's yeah. the way life is. Yep, yep. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And, um, yeah, I look forward to uh, hearing about your new home. And happy moving. Happy new chapter of moving. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm very excited about it now. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun. And I will make sure that I have pictures up, of course, on my Facebook fan pages and, cool. and stuff of my and my profile page. Just just to let people know, you know, this is where I am now. Come visit. Because I'm yeah. gonna have room now for guests. All right, room for the family and for guests, and just right cottage feel. Just ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Awesome. Well, All right. blessings, Dana. Well, and Thanks I had, for being I had with us. Dana's book to uh, to to help me out in the weeks leading up to that. So yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. All right. 
All right. Well, thank you, and thanks to everyone who's listening. And, yeah, I'll catch you guys later. All right, love. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Yummy. Houses and babies and, you know. Timelines? Manifested a baby. So, like, nothing's impossible, right? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. And... Well, shall we take a quick break and then come back? Yeah, let's do uh, a station break and uh, uh, let's have uh, I Love Being Here. Uh, It's it's one of our longer breaks, but... uh, That's okay, I need coffee. Yeah, I've got to run to the washroom, what can I say? I drink too much coffee. (laughs) No, I don't. I like it that way. (laughs) So we will be right back, folks. Stay with us. Don't anybody go anywhere. And uh, this is... uh, Elijah and the Band of Light, and a few words from Gene. We'll be right back. And now, a word from our sponsors. All things are ruled and shaped by patterns. Every moment is filled with symbolism and synchronicity. Understanding the symbols that shape our lives can provide us with guidance and a greater sense of freedom as we gain the ability to navigate the subconscious. Mama Webb draws on 16 years of research into world mythology, theology, symbols, tarot, archetypes, and natural healing, combining that knowledge with intuition, personal experiences, and witnessing journeying, supporting over 700-plus clients on their paths to peace. Mama Webb is able to provide unique insight into the forces that guide our lives and shape our worldviews. You can find Mama at mamaweb.com or call 1-855-WEBB. The life of a creator can be challenging without the support of a loving family. When your inner child calls, will you have the courage to answer? If you're looking for a safe place to play in the artistic energy of life, a place where you can be embraced for all the beauty that you naturally hold within, then the inner child family is the perfect place for you. A safe haven for artists, poets, and musicians, this uniquely accepting group of individuals is waiting to welcome you with open arms. Be it support that you seek, publishing assistance, or just a fun, friendly place to hang your virtual hat, you've found a second home in Inner Child. Go home to IamInnerChild.com. Are you looking for answers, clarity, and relief? Are you seeking resolution to the issues in your life that are leaving you feeling confused, upset, and out of control? Are you experiencing the same situation over and over again? Are you ready to move forward and let go of what no longer works? Or is your mission to bridge the gap between human and animal, allowing for the relationship between you and your companion to deepen and flourish? With the help of the gentle guiding hand of Akashic visionary and animal communicator, Inez Martin, you can find the answers that you are looking for. Open your heart to the possibilities by visiting Inez at VisionaryLifeConsultant.com. And now for some irregularly scheduled music.
Well, there you have it. Have a wonderful evening, Bluist. And uh, that was our dear friend Elijah and his band of light. Uh, you can find out all about them on their Ning site, or I did have the the song link up in there earlier. Where'd it go? It ran away. Links do that to me sometimes. <laughs> so, Jane, amidst yeah. boxes and chaos, yet full of joy and peace, it would seem. Yeah, well, I mean... It took me a while to get there. But might as well. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not going to lie and say that I'm always in a positive space because that would just be misleading and unfair to anybody listening. I I do do panic mode, and I was certainly in panic mode. But I'll, thank goodness I'll give a witness and an amen, sister. <laughs> and, and me, too. For, me too. But, yeah, yeah, and thank goodness for synchronicities and confirmations. You know, I mean, and now I am just kind of chilling through the whole thing. Even when, you know, we were initially told we'd only have four days to pack up, and of course my love is a trucker, so he's on the road, and she's me and my daughter, and four days to pack up a house. And and interestingly enough, because I I find in my life I've always managed to give myself not tiny challenges. I have to give myself massive challenges. So we had promised ourselves and um, my daughter Madison that when we moved out to a bigger house, we would get uh, a shepherd. So we did manage to get, you know, a new puppy. Knowing that we're moving, we managed to find one online. And her name is Molly, which just happens to be the same name as your dog as well, yes. which is yes. kind of cool. Um, she's black, very similar to your dog. She um, so we have has little the Molly funky, and big Molly. Big Molly and little Molly. She has the funky blue eyes. So, But, of course, we're in the midst of training because she's five months old. So we're training new puppy. And at the same time, my nine-year-old chihuahua got sick. So in the midst of this four days to move and packing, I've got a new puppy to train and a sick chihuahua to take. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, ah! Um, I couldn't challenge myself anymore. I really could. Well, I probably could, but I'm not going to. But, yeah, so, and oddly enough, I've been really calm over the whole thing. It's just kind of like, ah! At this point, what is there left to worry about, really? Nothing that I can think of. It's kind of the way we started this show was, listen, there just really isn't anything serious going on down here. Certainly nothing worth getting upset about. It's a ride, people. Indeed, and I think it's it's all in how you how you take the journey. I mean, if you, which is not to say, don't panic. Um, Some days panic. You know, it's okay. Or beat yourself up for panicking. That's uh, it. The would one be nice if we do. could. Yeah, it would. It would be nice if we could all not panic. That would be awesome. Um, and eventually, I think we we get there after stuff like this happens enough times. Eventually, you get to the point where you just expect um, expect that you'll be taken care of because you will. So, you know, don't panic is a great thing to say, but never beat yourself up for panicking or for freaking out or for getting upset or stressed or just afraid. Don't beat yourself up for anything. It's just yeah, not okay it's, anymore. It's not cool to do that. I'm not that. sure it was ever cool, but it's not cool now for sure. Um, and you know, I mean, if if you do, just just 
be if you're upset then you're upset and just be upset temporarily and part of the trust is trusting yourself to be upset and not blow what your higher self has planned for you you know to know that it's going to come regardless a lot of people have this idea of if i'm if i'm stressed that i'm screwing up what you know is it is being lined up for me and i think that this week especially was proof that that's not the case because i was freaking out i really was like full-fledged panic mode yeah losing it would be losing it is yeah. is a good you know and, and but yet what i was being offered is still being offered i didn't screw it up or push it away by you know freaking out it still came because yeah, well, and, it's more my highest good stay in the freaking out and and immediately go pick up a newspaper and go find someplace else to live and then get in a lease and then there you are and you can't move and you you just beat it and kept doing the next day that's kind of what's well that's that's all you can do really that's what i'm saying i mean a lot of people when they get into panic mode they they beat themselves first of all they beat themselves up for being in panic mode and then they start to take steps to get out of panic mode and that's oftentimes I find where you can get yourself into trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to watch what you do to get out of panic mode. There's so, things you can do, but so if you're in panic mode and you're stressed and you're upset, then here's a thought: just use in that energy for a little bit and just just be you know, with it. Just be with it. Let it be. And and yeah and. I know that sounds crazy because we're always, oh, you're supposed to be in a good mood and you're supposed to be light and you're supposed to be love and blah, blah, screw that. I'm a human being. Sometimes I get upset. And, and, and you can have emotions coming up from your from your emotional body. You can have things that are just leaving. But you, it's kind of like you have a lot of weight to lose. Like I recently lost 40 pounds. Well, there's a lot of things that fat stores besides fat. Drugs you've taken prescription medicines you've taken, a lot of them are fat-soluble. So you kind of get, it can be weird. And it's really not even your feeling to worry about. If you'll just let it go, do its thing. Let it be. Yeah, it, it really, I mean, that's 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 the best advice I, I could give anybody. Is, um, like Dana said, the day of trying to figure out where it came from is over. That This is not productive. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, and that goes for the day of trying to figure out what went wrong, too. Yeah. You know, okay, cause just let it go. If I mean, you went the there more... for a day, that's okay. No big deal. You didn't blow anything up. But don't don't live there. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't spend the day going, oh, Mona, what's, you know, what's, I, I, I spent the day going, I don't understand. And... You know, and that's kind of how I, I just, you know, in numbness. And the next day I had my answers. So, our friend uh, Veronica and her friends, the Elohim, say you got to kind of make friends with I don't know. Because that's where infinite possibility lives, is in I don't know. Because if you know, there's not infinite possibilities. There's just what you know. 
which is pretty limited at any given moment. <laughs> and uh, Indeed. you know, don't want to be, don't even want for to folks be. like us, we're not. You know, we have days we want to blow people up and things up. And, you know. Indeed. Indeed, I I am perfectly imperfect. And then we have the show um, twice a week that tends to make us, you know, feel yummy. Well, we have all these amazing guests that we bring on. That we bring on, and we have these yummy conversations where these incredible things come out. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool stuff, actually, it seems to me. Hmm. Um, it is. Go ahead and put a link to... Put in a link to the movie website a little earlier, and here's our Everyday Connection site. And um, we're not going to play the Get Involved piece tonight, probably. Message from Jean, because, well, it's almost time. No, it's too late. It's almost almost closing time. So we're just going to talk until we close. But I would remind everybody to check out, there's a page called Get Involved. And uh, when you point at it, another menu drops down, and you can look at those pages, too, like the Coffee Club which is a cool deal. You can sign up. It just takes $5 a month and, and sends it to us because we just love this and, and uh, we can't, we can't keep doing it without y'all's support. So we big love to all of our supporters. Some of whom were mentioned in the sponsor piece earlier. Absolutely. And and many of whom were not mentioned because we'd never have guests. We'd just be talking about our (laughs) friends. Absolutely. We get by with a little help from our friends is what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jean Victoria Norlock, if you had three minutes to tell the world something, what would it be today? Wow, today. Um, look out for those synchronicities. Keep your keep your eyes open and, um, you know, ask the universe to send them. And then play in the energy of that for a while because it can be really entertaining. Um, It's not just a helpful tool. It actually makes life more fun. It it, it does. It's like it's the fun parts of the ride. Most of us have had a tour of the not-so-fun parts of the ride. Let's take the fun parts. And they're always there in every moment, both parts. So look for what you want to see, which is cool stuff. And you'll find cool stuff happens much more often and will continue to be more often. But it won't be that, you know, okay, well, I'm going to just think cool thoughts and I'm going to look for cool stuff. And so it's all going to be cool from this moment forward. (laughs) Probably not so. Anywhere that I can think of. That's that thing when people talk about heaven and you're floating on a cloud and you have no cares and you just float on a cloud all day. That's what? Just, that's just fuck. That's just. I almost dropped the bomb there. What that's, the hell would be the point of that? Is, that's is my question. Close to death as I can think of. Finished. Yeah. Finished doesn't exist in this continuum of all that is. But if it did, that would be the closest thing you could come to death. I mean, you 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 probably all known people that. Uh, retired from their job, lost their spouse, whatever, and within six to nine months, they were healthy as a horse. And within six to nine months, they're dying and dead. Well, it's because they decided they were done and sat on the rocking chair. 
and that'll check you out in a hurry, particularly in today's energy. No such thing as I mean, if you think you're done, if you if you feel done, it's cool. Make that choice and line up with it. But and then you'll just go, go take a nap one day, and poof. Uh, but if you want to hang around, and I would really highly recommend it because. Like I say, we're coming to the fun parts of the ride. Yeah, the next few years are going to be an absolute blast. And um, if you approach it with that idea and with that energy and with that kind of enthusiasm and just with the eyes open wide, going what? Some of these, That's some of these so teenagers cool. that I've that we talk to on this show and 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 kids in their early twenties are doing things that are just I'm telling you. And it's, it's, you know what? Here, here, here's something. Years are wow. Here's something I noticed. It's not just the teenagers anymore. It's I believe that it started with the teenagers, and I credit them fully for, for helping to integrate this into a full-fledged shift in consciousness. Um, however, if you actually get off your butt and start searching out that information, you will notice that there are businessmen, there are corporations, there are... Um, Mass organizations, even religious organizations, countries, in we fact, a, we governments an article on changemakers today are shifting their perceptions, and in doing so, they are also shifting their way of their actions. So they're making different choices. Yeah. Um, and and that, that that to me is huge. That is an indicator that we are so on the right track that we are. The next few years is going to be awesome. The We're reality around us is shifting, unlike we've never seen before. Yeah, it's the reality around us is shifting. It's just you can't hardly. I can't see how people can't see it, but you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, we posted today about a red state, which means conservative Republican. We don't believe in nothing uh, but God and guns. Uh, hard. But hard ass Republican that's now he's not a he's not in office anymore, and I guess he's had a minute to sit down and just kind of look at things and he's now touring the country with his proposal for renewable energy and and, and for everybody what what that's a one hundred and eighty degree spin like the guy disappeared for six months and came back, and he's somebody else. And if that's not reality shifting right around you, I, I wow. Yeah, and I highly, I highly recommend that people go out and they they look for this stuff. Um, and great. when I say go out and look for it, I don't mean turn on your TV and stare at it, unless of course don't be you know, obsessive about you, it. You know what? There, there's a few shows that I occasionally watch, and even in those shows, there. The conversation has changed. You hear more words like perception, choice, change, vibration, energy, shift, um, manifest. Just hundreds more people yeah. every day. No, I swear, thousands. Absolutely. It's just like I, yeah, it's crazy. Almost. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's, just look for those words in even your prime time regular shows that you don't expect to find them in. They're there. In the big movies, the message is there. And if you can't find it in mainstream media, 
get online and start, you know, searching for innovative solutions on the internet and you will find them. Find like, newspapers, like the online papers, on the online Facebook. websites that promote and you know, do stories on these people that are making a difference. Seek out those people that are putting that information out there and follow that information, and that'll shift your vibration, you know, within minutes. Once you realize how many people are, are doing stuff to make this world a better place, yeah. you'll, you'll we, believe. We both, Jane and I both had kind of a crappy day not too long ago, and then it was late that day and you know it was like look i'm gonna have a glass of wine and go to bed hell with this day i'm gonna start over tomorrow which is not a bad thing sometimes just put it to bed just say that's it that's yesterday not gonna think about it tomorrow not gonna have to um but she asked me what i was doing and i was over here watching about some 28 year old kid that has invented a tablet that costs half what a ipad does and is manufactured right there in nigeria for all the for all of his folks, for all his peeps. And how cool is that? And that's what makes me feel better. But everybody, find your thing. Let's go listen to music, do whatever. Whatever it takes to feel better, feel better. That's what Abraham indeed, says, and on right? that note. Yeah. Indeed, and on that note. Everybody join us Thursday. We have uh, Eris Raya, Eris Lynn Jaden, uh, one of our EC family members for quite a while, but sort of behind the scenes. And she's going to be joining us, so... Everybody join she's us. She's going to be offering. Um, she's going to be offering readings. Offering readings on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. So feel free to call in with uh, those burning yearnings. And but, then I'll um, I'll just say now next week, guys. I apologize. I have no idea if I'm going to be on the show or not on the show. <laughs> she will have moved, and maybe we'll call her on her hardline phone. Maybe we won't. Maybe we uh, we will figure that out next week when we get there. Absolutely. If I miss it, though, I still love you, and I'll be back soon. Absolutely. So until then, stay connected. Hi, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? 
With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See Jared.com slash price match for details.